I'm just going to ask you a, a couple questions if I could this morning. Does it really matter what we believe? You know, there's, uh, whether you realize it or not, the Christian belief system is fa failing and fading quickly throughout America. People no longer have strong beliefs about anything and the farther we get from the word of God, the more confused we are about our belief system. In John, we know when Jesus went to the well at Samaria and there met with a woman who was a Samaritan who felt like that Jesus and the Samaritans being a Jew should have no dealings with the Samaritans. She said, our fathers say that we're to worship in this mountain and your fathers say that you're to worship in Jerusalem. And Jesus said, the problem is not where you worship, it's who and what you worship. In other words, you have to have a belief system. A belief system that will stand through the trials of time. We live in a time where the Bible has prophesied that in the last days there would be false teachers that would come, false prophets. In fact, in 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 1, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought, bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious, which means harmful ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of, and through covetousness they with feigned or insincere words make merchandise of you. He's saying you've got to be careful. There's a lot of false doctrines that's out there, and they're out there to try to destroy, if possible, even the elect. Some people say now, you know, about 60% of professing Christians now, according to some statistics, say that beliefs are not solid, that they change with time. And many are in doubt about their belief system. In fact, a large percentage now of professing Christians and evangelicals in America no longer believe there is a literal hell, no longer believes there is a Satan or that there are anything to do, anything dealings whatsoever with evil spirits. They believe that's all just mythology that had crept into scripture. Some would say, well, uh, it doesn't matter what you believe, preacher, as long as you believe something. Others will say, well, your belief may not be right, but as long as you're sincere in it, that's all that matters. But the truth of the matter is, our belief system is an integral part of our life, our conduct, our conversation, our character. It's all based around our belief system, what we believe. And the reason that we see this rapid decline in the belief system, people no longer read or study the Bible. They no longer spend time daily in the word of God. And if you don't know what the Bible says, then it's easy to be persuaded of false doctrines, truths that's not sincere. See, it, it, it troubles me somehow people can set 
under the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ for weeks and years and sit right here and be taught by Sunday school teachers and by others and hear the word of God and know what the word of God says, but then so conveniently just change and go other places that are false teachings to the word of God and feel comfortable with it. Lord willing, if the Lord tarries is coming a week from tomorrow, Brian and I will board an airplane to go down to Tampa, Florida to preach in a camp meeting. Before I ever get on that plane, I have to go through a clearing process or a clearance, a clearance process where that I know that I'm secure to fly on that plane. You have to pass through uh, different, different stages of that. And if need be, they can even do a search, a personal search of your body or your belongings. You'll go through, through instruments that will detect certain chemicals or if there's anything metal on you. I remember not long ago when I was flying, I, I'd taken my belt off, I'd taken everything out of my pocket, I'd passed it all through and I started through and suddenly this alarm went off. And I couldn't figure out where it was. So they said, you mind to back back up and go through again? I went through again. They come out with this little wand and they start waving the wand over you. And before long, I had accidentally left one coin in my pocket. It was kind of stuck in the crevice of the pocket there. And I hadn't got that one coin out. But that could detect and alarms went off. And you talk about embarrassing when you're going through and then they keep running you through and running you through and you're embarrassed saying, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening here, but alarms went off. Do you know that you need to, need to spiritually, you need to have a spiritual filter inside of you that when you hear something or see something that is not right, there should be an alarm that goes off inside of you to say, I want to know that I am following a belief system that is set from the word of God. Because we have to have that in order to be able to know that this is not right and that's not right. If you don't know that, then you'll be confused all of your life. For example, I could ask you this morning and I've done it to individuals today and uh, I don't know, maybe I should take a microphone and just randomly pick someone today and ask him this question. Are you going to heaven? Do you know what the normal response would be? Yes, I'm going to heaven. How many of you are going to heaven? Look at that, you believe that. Well, what do you know about heaven? I want you in three minutes to tell me everything biblically that you can tell me about heaven. Well, uh, well, preacher, it's, uh, it's there in the Bible, you know. Where? Well, you know, it talks about it somewhere among one of those chapters. It must be one of those, um, well, you, you know, it's gonna be great uh, when we get there. Uh, uh, you, you know, it's, there's a couple chapters somewhere in Revelation on it, and, and I'm sure that it's a couple other places. No, you need to have a belief system that is so solid in your life that when you're confronted by things that are not truth, 
that you know immediately there's alarms that go off and says that's not so. What will happen is you'll start to convince yourself of all types of things and saying, oh, that's acceptable because everyone else is believing that and everything else is determined by that. But let me tell you, our belief system is built in this. This tells us what to believe, why we're to believe it, why we should stand on it, why it should mold us, why it should develop us, why it should create character inside of us, why it shouldn't help us make every decision that we make. If you're getting ready to do something in your life that is contrary to this, stay away from it. The alarms are going off. The Holy Spirit is saying, start this year right. Be pleasing to God. Do what's right and God will bless you. So do we need a belief system? Yes. And our belief system is based on the word of God. It tells us what we believe, why we should believe it, and then why we can share it. My challenge to you is simple this morning because I don't want to, I, trust me, Lord willing, on Wednesday night, I just run the crowd away, I know. But on Wednesday night, I'm gonna tell you why it matters what you believe and what your belief should be developed from and based on. But today, the challenge is simple. Please do not write your name down on the paper and pass it to me and please don't raise your hand and don't admit to anything. I'm just asking you a couple questions. Have you read your Bible through in the past year? Do you spend time in the word of God? Do you have a daily Bible reading plan? We wonder why we get into trouble. We don't know what the book says. So if we don't know what the book says, that would be like me going to a pharmacist and saying, just mix a bunch of stuff together, put the same name on it of what I usually take and let's hope for the best. You don't do it that way. You can't alter it, you can't change it, but this year will be a determining year if the Lord tarries his coming. This will be a determining year where that either this church will grow or decay. And it'll grow not because of merely the singing that we have that goes on or even that I'm here preaching or Brian's here preaching or the other preachers we have in. It will have to do with our personal application of the word of God and what the Bible says about things that we deal with on a daily basis. We are facing some major issues that we will be challenged on and you're going to have to make your mind up. Does society rule or does scripture rule? Do we go by what the word of God says or do we go by what others are influencing us to say? It is now impacting lives until people no longer are assured of the fact that they know that they're saved. Let me tell you something, folks. You can be saved and know that you're saved. You can be saved and know for sure that yes, there is a devil, but also there is a God in heaven that has supplied us with his word and the power of his spirit to fight everything that the devil sends our way. There is a way to know. Alarms can go off. And what happens then, you still have the right to override those alarms, but it'll only create problems in your life. It'll only create trouble in your life if you try to override it and just keep going. That's why you have to say, I want to build my life 
spiritually the way God wants me to build my life so that I can be a light for him and a witness for him. And not only that, but help others in their time of need. Is it important? Yes, it's important. Why is it important? Wednesday night, I'll tell you. But this morning, I'm sending out a challenge. I'm sending out a challenge to every believer in this place. If you're here today and you're facing this new year and you like to say, you know, I want to commit myself to be a better Christian this year. It doesn't make you more saved or less saved, but it does impact impact the joy that we have in the Lord, the peace, the security that we have. I want to commit to be a better Christian in 2023 than I've ever been in all my life. I want to commit to do things that I haven't done before. I realize how busy everyone, how everyone stays so busy now. You say, preacher, I can't seem to carve out the time to be in the Bible, but really, I doubt there's very few here today that doesn't have phones with apps on them that at a touch of a button, you could hear the word of God even read to you. We don't want to be a spiritually illiterate church. We want to know what we believe and why we believe it. Now, I know there's some convictions and some opinions that will alter in any, con- in any congregation, but there are basic principles in the word of God that we must know it and we must believe it. Do you have the right not to? Yes, you do. But then you're going your own way and you'll pay the price for not hearing what thus saith the Lord because I can assure you the false prophets are out there. Well-meaning people with good intentions are making some horrible decisions. Horrible decisions. Based on the fact, oh, I'm stronger than that. I can withstand that. Can I tell you one good way to stay out of trouble? To stay away from sin? Don't get where you're tempted by it. Don't make a decision that'll put you in a place where you and fathers and mothers, you need to develop a belief system for your children. Because you trust me, there is a world out there that is waiting to try to ravage them like a lion and destroy their mentality and their belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Someone says, well, why, why, I thought you were just an emotional kind of guy. You just always worked up. Why are you like that if you, if you spend time in the Bible and you're studying those things? Because when I hear songs that are biblically sound, I like to say hallelujah. And I like to say glory to God. And when I hear songs that are truth, I want to be able to say that's what God wants. 